Hey, where's the kids? Come on up front here. Let's go. Hurry up. Come on. Come on. Hurry. Wow, I can actually bounce this thing. Come on. Have a seat up here. All right. I thought uh, you all are here to learn to play basketball today, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I knew somebody would give that answer. You, did y'all come here to learn to play basketball? I've been, I've been watching old uh, um, NBA games and watching Michael Jordan. I decided I want to be like Michael Jordan. Okay? So, so, like, I've been bouncing the ball all week, so don't I look like Michael Jordan? Don't you think I can? You don't think so? You don't think just like watching him and seeing pictures of him are going to help me become like Michael Jordan? Huh, maybe I better give that one up. Huh. Here, here, Kobe, maybe, uh, maybe you can be Michael Jordan. I tell you what, instead, we'll learn to play baseball today, okay? Because okay? I, I like, you all like Salvador Perez? Yeah, who, who is that? Whose child are you? <laughs> My Oh, my. We have a counseling session later this week, okay? Um, <laughs> but at least uh, um, you know who Jesus is, right? Yeah. Okay. You don't have to worry about the counseling session, okay? Uh, <laughs> uh, so we're not here to learn baseball either? Huh. Uh, uh, if you want to learn to, like, play baseball or play basketball or become like somebody, what, what do you typically have to do? Huh? Practice, that's right. Practice, that's good. Anybody else? Does it help, like, if you want to become like Salvador Perez, do you think you ought to spend some time with him? Maybe, yeah. Or at least somebody, right, that can teach you that. It, it means you need to learn from somebody who knows how to play, right? You know, like we, we were talking earlier, we, we had to cancel choir practice on Thursday because Ann was feeling a little bit under the weather, and the choir wanted to know why I didn't come and lead them in music. And I said, because that would be really comical, uh, because I don't know anything about music, and they're not going to learn a whole lot from me if I do that, right? Um, so it's important that we, we, um, we need to learn from other people, right? And so we're not here to learn to become basketball players. We're not here to learn to be baseball players, right? We're here to learn to be people who live in love like Jesus. We're here to become uh, like Jesus, right? A and so we come to learn. So, so just um, like uh, learning a sport requires, um, requires you to practice and to be, is the same thing when it comes to learning from Jesus, learning to become like Jesus. We have to learn from Jesus. We have to want to be like Jesus, and then we have to, um, we, we have to put some time in learning to be like Jesus, right? Yes? Maybe? You're not sure? You were really hoping to play basketball and baseball, weren't you? Hmm. Yeah, I probably got myself in trouble now um, because I'm probably not going to talk anymore. Well, I may talk some about softball, um, but, but we'll see. What's that? What about volleyball? I should have expected you to ask that. Um, yeah, well, you... you you, will, you can teach me about volleyball, okay? Or softball, yes. Because I, I, I did coach softball, but if I'm not careful, we're going to be way over here. Um, and, and I, and I want to see if we can get into here. What do you think? So will you bear with me? I'm, I'm going to read some scripture. I, I, 
I'm going to read. <laughs> I'm going to read from Luke, uh, chapter six. Um, you you know I you know I love y'all, right? Yeah. E- even when you're ornery, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I want to read from Luke chapter six um, because as we are talking about be becoming or being apprentices of Jesus, uh, being a people who intentionally um, spend time with Jesus. Um, learn from Jesus and do what Jesus did, um, it, it is um, important for us um, to be teachable and to learn. And, and so today we're going to talk a bit about uh, what it means to learn from Jesus and become like Jesus. And so um, in, in Luke chapter 6, uh, Jesus, um, Jesus tells this riddle. He says, a blind person can't lead another blind person, Right? They'll both end up in the ditch. Yeah. And, and yet sometimes we try that, don't we? Uh, disciples aren't greater than their teacher, but whoever is fully prepared will be like their teacher. Later on in that same passage, um, this is a part of, uh, of um, the Sermon on the Mount or the Sermon in the Plain is what it's called in Luke. Later in that same passage, Jesus says this. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do what I say? Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and then not do what I say? Um, Why do you come to me and say you want to learn how to live life well, and then when I uh, teach you and tell you, you choose not to do those things? I want to read another passage from Hebrews chapter 12 beginning in verse 5. Um, this is a, a passage where um, God is, uh, um, the, the author of this letter is reminding us that God is like a good parent. Um, and, um, and he goes on to say, My dear children, don't shrug off God's discipline, but don't be crushed by it either. It's the child he loves that he disciplines, the child he embraces he also corrects. God is educating you. That's why you must never drop out. He's treating you as dear children. This trouble you're in isn't punishment, it's training. The normal experience of children, that's the normal experience of children. Only irresponsible parents leave children to fend for themselves. Would you prefer an irresponsible God? We respect our parents for training and not spoiling us. At least most of you do, right? Um, So why not embrace God's training so we can truly live? I want to read that one again. So why not embrace God's training so we can truly live? While we were children, our parents did what seemed best to them. But God is doing what is best for us, training us to live God's holy best. At the time, discipline isn't much fun. It always feels like it's going against the grain. But later, of course, it pays off handsomely, for it's the well-trained who find themselves mature in their relationship with God. Let those with ears to hear this day hear and respond to the word of God. I I want us to think, you know, we... um, we don't fail to be the people, uh, uh, we don't fail to become people who live and love like Jesus because we 
don't know what that looks like? Really, right? I mean, especially those of us who are in the church, we've, we've heard the stories of Jesus, we've heard what Jesus, we, we've heard Jesus' teaching. We, we don't fail to become the people God um, wants us to be um, because we don't know what that looks like. Uh, we fail because sometimes we are not teachable people. See, if we're going to become people who live and love like Jesus, it begins uh, by us being teachable people. I, I think sometimes we get in our heads that, um, well, if we, uh, if we just come to church, if we get baptized, if we join a church, it, it just becomes automatic somehow that somehow when we sit in these pews, something, uh, uh, um, something enters us and we become like Jesus without any effort on our own part, I'm afraid. I think sometimes we, we just think that it's an automatic thing. In reality, if we're going to become people who live and love like Jesus, it requires us to cooperate with each other and with the Spirit in order to become such people. And it begins by us having a true desire to be like Jesus. A, 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 a true desire to be like Jesus. Uh, trust me, you don't learn a sport if you don't really want to play that sport, do you? I, I mean, if your parents, you know, I, I, when I coached my, my daughter's softball team, I coached for seven years, and I could always tell the kids who, who were there to play softball because the parent was prodding them to play. Um, and, and they were the folks who were like wanted to uh, play in the dirt or um, they wanted to do anything but learn the game because they didn't really want to know how to play the game. And so really we have to ask ourselves, do we really want to be people who live and love like Jesus? That, that's the first question we need to ask ourselves. Do we have this desire to live and love like Jesus? I'm afraid too many people in the church, uh, too many people want to be Christian because uh, they've been told if a Christian, when they die, they go to heaven. And so we, want, we, we certainly don't want to go to hell. And so we want to go to heaven. And so we have this thought in our heads uh, that, that that's all Christianity is about. And, and, and I, still, I don't understand why we would think we want to live eternity with God if we don't want to live with God here and now. And so we have to ask ourselves, do we trust God and do we really want to live like Jesus in the here and now so that we can live with God in and through eternity? And so if that is our true desire, then we need to pay attention and we need to listen and, uh, to Jesus' teaching. Now, unfortunately, uh, um, I attempted to book Jesus to come and teach this today, uh, but um, he, he's, uh, he said, no, no, that's, that's what um, I called you to do for today anyway, so you get a much less perfect teaching, okay? Uh, but, but where do we learn about Jesus? It, it, it's why it is so important for us to be in Scripture, um, the best place to learn from Jesus is to look at what he taught his 
first disciples in the context in which it was taught, and then to ask ourselves, so how does that apply to us today? And so it requires that we listen to Jesus. It also requires that we listen to Jesus in community. Um, so that as we read the passages and as we begin to discern what is there and study what is there, uh, we can learn from each other about how we hear these insights and, and how we understand the Spirit leading and teaching us uh, to apply Jesus' teaching to, the day, to today. It, it requires us, it requires us to change some of our habits and to take up new habits, doesn't it? I mean, look, you can't, you can't learn to play basketball if you don't practice, right? And so, like, um, you can't learn to play basketball by getting a bat and hitting a basketball with a bat, right? You know, yeah, right, that'd be kind of weird, wouldn't it? Huh? Because you don't use those things in basketball, right? Right. So if you're going to learn to play basketball, you have to do the drills and, and the practices that make you a better basketball player. The same thing goes with following Jesus. Did you know that? The same thing goes with, with following Jesus. We need to practice those um, things that throughout centuries other Christians have told us uh, help us develop into followers of Jesus. And we know what those things are, right? Uh, a prayer, staying in communication with God. Um, being reminded of God's presence, uh, solitude and silence, taking time to spend alone with God, taking time to reflect on, on our own lives and how the Spirit is working, um, Scripture and, and study in communities. We know these things. And yet, sometimes we fail to practice and to train. And we wonder, why is life not quite as full and abundant as Jesus promised. Why do I so often not look like Jesus and contribute more to the problems in the world than the solutions in the world? You see, if we really want to become people of, uh, uh, that live in love like Jesus, we need to, to train ourselves. We need to take up habits that open us up. It's not about us doing all the work ourselves. It's about opening ourselves up to the Spirit so we can hear and know the Spirit's voice so that the Spirit can work within us, shaping and pointing out things to us and forming and transforming us. But if we don't do those practices, if we don't open ourselves to God and to the Spirit, It'll, you'll be like me trying to teach the choir to sing. Pretty ugly. Trust me, even though you've never seen me do it. Um, it would be ugly, wouldn't it, dear? Yes. She can tell you it would be. Um, she wants to know why I sing out loud to begin with. Um, so we have, to, we, we have to put those things into practice. The other thing that we have to be willing to do um, is not to think we know it all. When, when, I, coached, um, when I coached my daughter's softball team, uh, uh, there, there were, there were um, two types of kids that um, really uh, couldn't learn or didn't learn much. 
Obviously, it was the ones who didn't want to be there, who didn't want to learn in the first place, who just really wanted to be there to socialize and not learn the game. The other group was often were kids that were pretty good ball players, but they were convinced they knew it all already. There was nothing new to learn. Um, they didn't need to improve any. And what happened with some of those kids is that uh, people passed them up. Uh, the kids who really wanted to learn and really practiced and really put into, into practice these habits, they got better while the others stayed where they were uh, because they thought they knew it all and because they couldn't take correction very well. That's the other thing that we hear from Hebrews is if we're going to grow, if we're going to learn, if we're going to mature, guess what? There's going to be times that we mess up. Yeah, I know, you've never messed up before, right? Okay, yeah, your parents are over there, so be careful how you answer that, um, right? I, and I'm sure none of, the, none of the kids that are watching online, you, you've never messed up, right? I don't see anybody shaking their head yes there. Um, so, so there are times when we mess up and we fail, yes? And there are times when we do things wrong and we need somebody to say, no, don't do that again. Yeah, really. Your parents are just trying to help you when they tell you that. Yeah, they really are. You, you don't believe me? Yes, you do. Uh, uh, we, we need those folks in our lives who will, who, who, who will say, um, I think you're going about this the wrong direction, the wrong way, and point us the right way. We need to be willing to accept uh, uh, the discipline um, uh, uh, of those who have gone before us, we need to be willing to uh, allow God and, and the Spirit to get our attention and to teach us lessons the hard way. Does that happen to y'all sometimes? You know, God teaches me lessons sometimes by letting me have what I, letting me uh, go down the path I want to go down. Um, and, and then when uh, it doesn't turn out so well, um, he, he, he just kind of waves at me and says, hey, remember, I'm over here. Um, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I should have followed you to begin with instead of heading down that path. Uh, but sometimes that's the only way I can learn. And so uh, it's important for us to look at all of our opportunities and situations as learning opportunities. Times where we can learn more about God uh, more about how God wants to interact with us and more about um, how God wants to shape us and form us and send us forth. And so today, as, as we hear these passages of scriptures, um, oh, I, I, have, I have a long list of passages from Proverbs that I was going to read, but, but the, uh, um, the staff wasn't sure I should read them. You know, passages like Proverbs 12.1 that says, anyone who loves correction loves knowledge, but anyone who... Uh, hates to be corrected is stupid. That's really in Scripture. Um, uh, there's a few more like that. I'll let you all go read Proverbs. But you get the idea. In Proverbs, we are challenged to be people who desire to learn about God, who place ourselves in a, in a place and, and in a space where we can truly learn from God and Jesus so that we can become people who live in love like Jesus. And I hope that you believe, um, I hope that you know, not just believe, I hope that you know that if we all became people who lived and loved like Jesus, I'm willing to bet the world would look a lot different. Anybody think I'm wrong? 
Um, so so um, let us hear these passages today. Let us be reminded that we gather as a people, as a church. We gather on Sundays. We gather in small groups. Not to learn to play basketball. Not to learn to play baseball. Um, but we gather to learn to be like Jesus. And I just wonder what might happen if we put as much effort into that as we put into learning to do all the other things we do in our life. Because here's a reality. We will never become people who live and love like Jesus if we don't learn from Jesus if we don't begin to put it into practice, if we don't do those things like scripture and prayer and silence and solitude, we will never become people who truly live and love like Jesus. And the sad thing isn't that we might not make it to heaven. The sad thing is, is that we will miss out on the abundant life that God wants us to live here and now. And so I invite you today, I invite you to take some time this week to think about where you are, to think about how teachable you are, to think about what next steps you might need to take, either to shape or change your desires or to begin to learn from Jesus and to put into practice what he teaches us. May we hear these words this day. Amen. Am I doing communion now or are we doing a song? I can't remember. Communion? Okay. Thank you. I need help. See? Let us prepare our hearts to receive at this table that is the Lord's table, the table where the Lord meets us. Gracious God, pour out your Spirit upon us. Prepare our hearts. Enable us to be open and receptive to the grace and the love that you wish to share with us in the midst of this table. And now I invite you to join me in the great thanksgiving. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Indeed, you you walked with Adam and Eve in the garden and sought to teach them your ways. And you called Abraham to walk with you so that not only he might be blessed, that all nations might be blessed. And yet, when his descendants were stubborn and refused to heed your call and heed your teaching and instead go their own way, you sent prophets to them to call them 
to invite them to once again to learn from you and to live and to love like you. And when that failed, you came yourself in the person of Jesus to teach us how you want us to live in the here and now. And so with all your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Indeed, holy are you and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. He indeed is the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. By his life and his death, he set an example for us as to how we might truly make a difference in the lives of other people as we become more and more like him. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church. You delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and you made with us a new covenant by water and by spirit. On the night in which Jesus gave himself up for us, he took the bread, broke it, gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After the supper again, he took the cup. He gave thanks to God. He said, drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many uh, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink in remembrance of me. And so it is. In remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ. We offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the great mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on those gathered here and pour out your Spirit upon the gift of bread and cup that they may be for us the body and blood of Christ, so that we might be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by His blood, empowered by His Spirit, to truly live and love like Jesus in every moment of our lives. By Your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ shall come in final victory and we will feast at that heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with your Holy Spirit in your Holy Church, all honor and glory, all yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. And all God's people said, Amen.